Welcome to another episode of the No Feeding Tubes show. I'm your host, Yvonne McLaren, and I'm here to help you live your best food life following or during head and neck cancer treatment. Thanks for listening and hanging out with me here today. This is a lived experience and one that I think is better shared. And what do I know? Well, in late 2018, I was diagnosed with oropharyngeal cancer and I went on to have a third of my tongue removed, both tonsils, the tumour, 30 lymph nodes and 30 chemoradiotherapy sessions. I also had a peg tube feed for 15 months and ate nothing orally in that time. So grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Hello there, welcome to Series 3, Episode 43, My Top 3 Cooking Techniques for Head and Neck Cancer. God, there's a lot of threes in there. The Top 3 Cooking Techniques for Head and Neck Cancer. I thought we would do an episode about cooking and cooking techniques, given that I haven't done one for a while, and I've just updated the blog on my website to talk about these three cooking techniques and they're the ones that I use consistently Uh, not through any other reason other than uh, it just seems to be the food that I can manage most easily and more regularly using these three cooking techniques. Um, Welcome to series three this is the third episode I think in series three And as part of this series, I've also changed my newsletter to include Five Notch Friday. Now, if you're on my subscription list, you'll know that, well, you will have already received a couple of them. So if you haven't subscribed, now's the time to do that so that you can get access to that Five Notch Friday. I don't send it out to anyone else, only it's a little gift for my subscribers. And it's a very quick to read, uh, easily digestible hopefully useful um, e-news for you to have a look at. So the top three cooking techniques for head and neck cancer. Now way back when I was in catering college uh, these things were called the principles of cookery and that means all the different types of cooking methods that you can apply to food uh, in a culinary or a catering kitchen. Um, most of my catering expertise came from the basis of uh, French culinary techniques, which is the way most of us were trained in our chefing world. Most of the ways that things were done were borrowed from the French way of cooking. And I have to say, I have learnt uh, an awful lot and I use those basic skills an awful lot even to today's standards and what I do now and I don't cook um, as well not as often but I certainly don't do the elaborate baking that I used to do back in my earlier days and certainly since head and neck cancer um, my baking is almost limited now just to the occasional pudding um, but I am going to try my hand at making some Portuguese custard tarts very shortly or soon after trying them in Portugal. Um, The top three cooking techniques. The number one. Now, 
as I mentioned, I use these almost every, if not every week, then at least every day. Um, so steaming is the first one that I always use. Uh, I have a number of ways that I steam my food. The one that I don't use quite so often is pressure cookering. And pressure cookering, is that a word? And that's the one that I would probably use in winter, weekly, yes. In summer, not so much, maybe once a month. But pressure cooking um, makes amazing soups, amazing stock, and you can poach fruit in it too in summer. And the, the amazing thing about using a pressure cooker is that it cuts down the amount of time in cooking, but it also adds this amazing flavour. Um, I cooked a chicken breast. My eight-litre pressure cooker has a basket in it, a, um, a, a stainless steel basket that sits in the bottom, and you use that for poaching things like fish and chicken. I put a chicken breast in there one day, and when the poaching process had finished, the liquid in the bottom of that stock pot, I kid you not, um, it was the most wonderful flavoured liquid amber yumminess that I could have ever have hoped for. Um, so pressure cooking, don't underestimate it. If you want to read a bit more about it, go to my blog. It's the last um, news blog that I've just popped on my website. Uh, entitled The Top 3 Cooking Techniques for Head and Neck Cancer. Have a read there. So steaming. Now, I use a pressure cooker for that. I also have uh, those Chinese bamboo baskets that you put over the top of steam. I use those as well. And a bit of a tip, if you've got them, they're super cheap. Go to a Chinese supermarket. I've got three of them, different sizes. I tend to just use the really small one uh, or the medium-sized one, and it's only because I'm only ever cooking for two, maybe four at most. Uh, but a tip for those, I always line the bottom with lunch wrap um you know, greaseproof paper. I try to get the one that you can recycle too. And that just stops food attaching to the bamboo, makes it super easy to clean up. You just uh, throw away that paper after you've steamed your food product. Now, what do you steam in there, you may well ask. Well, I steam dumplings. I steam asparagus. I steam vegetables. Um Fish, um, you know, a lot of chicken breasts. Um, so if I'm not doing something in the pressure cooker, I'll quite often do it in a bamboo steamer. And what I do is I fill up a big saucepan or my big wok with some water. I put the bamboo steamer on top. I put the lid of the bamboo steamer on the bamboo container. And I sometimes put the big glass lid over the whole top and just slow steam it that way. Um, the third thing I use is a saucepan, and it was actually my mum's, and um, it's a saucepan with a, a basket in that and two lids, and it's for steaming. And I always used to notice that she used to cook her vegetables in it. My mum used to, at the end of her life, I noticed um, when she was cooking, she'd always do plain vegetables in this steamer, uh, and quite often just eat that in a bowl. So I started doing the same and I find now after head and neck cancer treatment that I can in fact eat that steamed vegetable, that's potato with the skin peeled off it, uh, bits of pumpkin, broccoli steamed, um, I often make zucchini spirals, steam that in there as well 
and mix all those vegetables together and add some butter and some salt. Perfect. I can eat those. So steaming, that's my go-to um, cooking technique for my food generally on a day-to-day basis. And I'll quite often steam something and have a big mug of soup to go with whatever I've steamed, be that a dumpling, um, vegetables, fish. I'll often use soup as a chaser, and I've mentioned that before in other episodes. Uh, The second technique I always use is braising or stewing, and that's when you put something in a little bit of liquid in a container with a tight-fitting lid, and you put it in the oven or you subject it to heat somehow. Um, things that might be braised are slow-cooked beef knuckles, um, stews, casseroles, that sort of thing. I don't use that technique a lot, although having said that, the other night I made my little walnut-sized hamburgers, and I kind of use the braising technique with that, and that's frying them off and but using the glass lid to keep the moisture circulating in that uh, fry pan. So I did do some braising of some hamburgers the other day. And the third one is poaching. Now, poaching um, is something that you might do without even realising that you're doing it, and that's if like me, you love a really good poached egg and I struggle with eating scrambled egg or not, I'm not, not so much, but scrambled egg can be a bit tricky for me, but a really good free range organic poached egg, you know, and the ones with a really yellowy runny yolk, love it. That is poaching and quite often I just fill up a saucepan and have that water bubbling just bubbling and I'll just drop eggs or an egg or two eggs in that cracked and then you take that out with a slotted spoon Um, when you're poaching eggs always add a dash of vinegar in it and what that does is coagulates the protein in the egg and it holds it all together and keeps its shape and makes it look nice gives you enough time to actually lift that egg out of the water transfer it over to your um if you're lucky enough to be able to eat a bit of bread with the crusts off it or toast. Um, I can do sourdough toast with the crusts cut off with a runny egg on it as long as there's lots of runny yolk to um, get that um, sourdough bread down my throat. Uh, I tell you why these knowing these three things are important. Now, I do know a little bit about cooking. If you don't know a lot about cooking, you're really doing yourself a disservice if you don't know these cooking techniques. Uh, Below, I will give you a um, link to download the principles of cookery. And basically, I took them out of my old French catering textbooks and wrote them all out for you. Uh, into a language that you'd be able to understand or everybody can understand as opposed to the way it was written originally, which was a little bit like trying to read a car manual. Um, So I've, I've done that for you and you can have a look at that and see whether or not you can incorporate any of those techniques into your current cooking regime in your kitchen. Not only are they important from the point of view of potentially diversifying your food that you can eat because you're applying a different cooking method to it 
but it also if you understand the technique then when you're in a restaurant or a cafe or a hotel or a pub or you're out eating somewhere or someone asks you what you can eat if you know to look for those cooking techniques in a menu or you know what sort of food is normally or often cooked using those techniques, guess what? You may well be able to eat it. And that's why it's important for you to understand and know what those techniques are and really understand the mechanics behind it because if you understand the mechanics behind it, it means that you've got greater um, ability to be able to find and look for it within a food menu. It, the second thing is it will probably mean that you're going to enjoy the experience a lot more than you potentially would have if you don't know what you're eating and how it's cooked. So if you're armed with the knowledge of cooking, catering techniques and how it applies to food, then you're a fair bit further along that pathway than if you don't know. And the third thing is it might proved to be uh, the only way that you can eat something. And I mention that in my blog. I say sometimes the cooking technique is the difference between eating or not eating and that particular given day. And I use steaming, bamboo steaming. You can do the same in a microwave if you're a microwave person. Put things in containers and steam them. If you understand the power of your microwave, if you understand not to cook the hell out of everything, but just to uh, soften it up, warm it up, steam it up, uh, often you can eat something that you wouldn't have been able to either at room temperature uh, or just heating a sauce up to add that to a steamed item. So... That's today's episode, this, my three top head and neck cancer cooking techniques. I think it's important that you just arm yourself with a bit of knowledge around cooking techniques. And as I say, I have left a link there for you to be able to download um, Principles of Cookery, it's called. And uh, I think you'll get something out of that. And as always, if you've got a question, please um, reach out, let me know. If you're enjoying this podcast, um, I'd ask you to help me maintain the show by buying me a cup of coffee or a glass of something nice at the bar with a little button up there that says, here, give this person some much-needed funding for her glass of champagne or a coffee at her next cafe um that's on the uh podcast episode if you're on youtube subscribe ring that bell and then you'll be on the list to receive five notch friday thank you everybody i'm so glad you joined me here today and talking and listening about cooking techniques if you've got a comment or you'd like to ask me a question as always please reach out Uh, take care of yourself um, take care of someone else and as always until next time eat well see you bye